Awale. 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 <laughs> yes, this is our safe space where we're going to be talking about everything from health to faith every single month. So we look forward to catching you on our show. Yeah, we know you have so many things you want to talk about as well. So on the second week of every month, join us on the show. Yeah. It's Awale after all. Thanks, thanks people to so yeah. join us. Yeah, stream yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. I don't leave you for this game. Yeah, peace out. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this episode. So, guys, this hour mm -hmm. is an international hourly. Like, Akin is uh, all the way on an island, cruising with a glass of wine, chilling, bowling, sea view, all of that. And I'm here in Nigeria. Mm. He said, uh i'm on an island somewhere i'm posting this on a sunday lord jesus please forgive this lady for all the sins she has committed i don't know why i don't have missed anyways so today somehow somehow we we got carried away we didn't get carried away we both lost track of time so we didn't know tomorrow was second sunday and i'm currently not in town so we are recording this virtually so which so yeah that i think one of, mm -hmm. one of the things people should do is always set up calendar invites. And I'm about to do that. Yeah. So, and yes. It's so funny because last week, may I not go to church because I wasn't feeling too good. Yeah. So, may I, may I not go? So, how are you feeling now, though? A lot better. A if lot you told me you're not feeling good last week, so I will have sent you money, but you didn't tell me that. So, that's, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, right now. Nah. I'm you see, I, I've told you only God and Jesus combined can forgive your sins. Eh? <laughs> only God and Jesus combined. <laughs> it's in our stomach. Okay, like, my eyes just keep shutting. Like, I don't know. Why. Yeah, it's because you want to sleep. There's nothing wrong, absolutely nothing wrong with it. But even see now, I can't even talk well. Like, eh? Play your truth, play your truth. Mm. I know, I know one Agbo Jedi. It's very, very potent. If you drink it once, hmm, your truth will clear. I'm just, I don't, well, I'm consciously slipping into this state of not wanting to be walking around the clock. I feel like it's not a... It's not healthy, actually. Yeah, like it's not a good place to be in. Yeah, totally, I totally agree with you. I mean, we, 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 I don't know whether it's we in Africa or uh, we young people generally, I don't know. We have this idea or this mentality that is the guy that is working two for seven, mm. that, that is doing well, that is being productive. The guy that is working five hours is being lazy, or the guy that is working eight hours is being lazy. Whereas, I mean, experientially, I've come to realize that nobody will work past all. Yeah. Especially in this day and age, working hard is not just enough. You have to actually work smart so that by then you make the money, you'll be alive to enjoy. I completely, completely, completely agree with you. Um, I feel like yeah. this generation, everybody's always like um, working, multitasking, trying to do everything. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I've always said this particular scripture, but I heard mm -hmm. it again and it kind of scared me, which is. Mm -hmm. You know, at the end times, men okay. lovers of themselves mm -hmm. rather than being lovers of God. Of God, yeah. Now we have time for every single thing in our lives. We have time to accept God. We have time to meet our friends. We have time to call somebody. We have time to post on Instagram. I mean, like we even do it. Hey, I've not posted. Hey, we've not shot early. Hey, we've not done this. But do we? Mm -hmm. Are we that conscious of? Oh my God, I haven't spoken to Jesus today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when life kicks in, like quote unquote life, I mean, you know, pressure from work or pressure from school, whatever kicks in. One of the first things that we readily kick off is God, like all of a sudden you're like, okay, the 10 minutes I'm spending in fellowship, I can spend five minutes instead, or I can skip fellowship this week, or I can skip my prayer time this week. Whereas as much as those things you want to do are important, God is also really important. I don't know if what I've done is a smart idea, 
was which is i have cut off everywhere and everything i'm volunteering in or at wherever the english is because i'm just like i can't keep having these small small things take my time because mm-hmm. i'm constantly on a roll you wake up mm-hmm. you have 100 things to do you go to bed you wake up you have 100 things to do i don't sleep early i sleep really late i wake up and i'm not going to live that life yeah like, it's it's not healthy actually yes even like um, most of this all the people of god like they were with god till they were no more so mm-hmm. I, I i don't want to be a lazy person i want to work i want to do what mm-hmm. i'm or, do you understand i want to be relevant mm-hmm. in my society but i'm yeah. not break my back for that yeah yeah like i'm mm-hmm. at the point where every damn thing can suffer but my work with god must not suffer yeah that is that is really important actually yeah. really because, really important at the end of the day the Bible says, you'll be like oh oh like i don't know you depart from me what kind of unity but god i did this I, nah that will not be our portion and I mean, uh, going and no, 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 we had to pay a lot more attention to this area of our work with God. And yeah. I'm about to bring up a sensitive topic, and I'm not even still sure if, whether we should talk about it or not. Um, but then okay. I mean, you've 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 been my friend for quite some time now, and you sure know the many things that I struggle with. Um, one of mm-hmm. the encouraging fake posts that I've put up in a couple of in a, in a in a couple of days or no like i put up in, a, in the past couple of days revolved around um the conversation yeah. that we had when i asked you that look why is it that certain things are not working like actually the things that god has commanded and god has said would work why is it that i'm not seeing these things coming to like a full manifestation mm-hmm and you know you gave me the whole yeah. and which really boosted my faith and all of that so guys a round of applause mm. for Aki and that one whoop go Aki go Aki I saw you could have backed it up with some dollars though instead of just saying go Aki you know the, the money will not be bad to move the ministry forward yeah. some dollars that's maybe pounds that's or that's euros you are still a small boy. When there's Ethereum, there's Bitcoin, you're still asking for it. You see, the mistake many people make is that for you to have one Ethereum, you have to have dollars to buy it. So thank you. Give me the dollars. I don't mind. I'm a small boy. I'm a small player. Just give me the dollars first. Ah, I like this kind of thing. If you just give me 5K USD now, I don't mind. If you can make it 5-5. Five, five. If you can have 250 on top, I don't mind. Mm, $250. 250 on top of the 5,500. Okay, oh, just that five be 5,750. 5,750. Okay, mm-hmm. um, doing a transfer. Let me call my accountant. What is it with I speak English? You don't have money. That's how you know them. No, like, this is exactly what you do to know them. Oh. You're just speaking plenty English. Same oh. money. You are saying you want to call one million people. I beg, I beg, I beg. If you are... For transactions like this, you don't go to the mm-hmm. bank. Mm-hmm. If you are saying this, so what is what the last saying or dang good thing? They will just bring you back to the house. Don't you have, have personal bankers? Mm, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're saying the same thing. Ah, gosh. The, the summary of those three is that money. Mm-mm. You don't have. Who told that I have money? They did. They did. Ah, so you have money. Is that what you're trying to say? Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one you will pick up. If you don't have money, tell us you don't have money. If you have money, tell us you have money. I'm prepared for the repercussion. I've told you many times on this show that stop singing. I've told you many times. Honestly, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. I I've told you many times. Have, in my head, I have this nice voice. Like, just, just keep it in your head only. Like, just keep it inside there. Exactly. Like, you get distracting me on this show this evening. So, Amen. what I was trying to say before this acting started going left and right, back and center, whatever, <laughs> is that I saw a very, I don't know, this is a very sensitive topic, but it's something that got to me so much. And mm-hmm. that was the death of Pastor Iadebo's son. Like, mm-hmm. 
for people that are not aware of context, I myself mm-hmm. and Akin we 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 read the Open Heavens devotional, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that a lot of people also read the the devotional. And when I saw Nathaniel Bassi's post about it as well, and when I saw Dunsin Oyekon Oyekon's Dunsin Oyekon Dunsin Oyekon's post about it as well. And then for for Dunsin, for Dunsin, he also like lost his wife, you know, and it was yeah. very, from what he said, it was like a very depressing time for him. And then God brought him out and I, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. kind of makes me feel a certain way. Like, why mm-hmm. do we have to go through so much pain as human beings? Like, what's going on exactly? Because... I don't want to compare and contrast here, but it almost seems to me like more good things continue to happen to bad, bad people. And then yeah. more bad things happen. Continue to happen to good people. Like even the case of death is even a different scenario. Look at the girl that was just in search of a job. Yeah, and she, she was raped and killed. Like, what did she do wrongly? What exactly yeah. did she do wrongly? So, like, and not just even that, even a particular show that I watch called Riona, like the, so there's, there's, there's an opera. Opera is the priestess that communes with the gods. And mm-hmm. there is the, there's Arayinka, who is the witch. The witch is just a bad person. And then the opera that is a good priestess um, is trying to, you know, like, I don't know, Akin, I don't mm-hmm. know how to do this, but mm-hmm. it almost makes me feel like, God, what exactly are we here for? Like, how like many what's, what's going on? Yes, like, what's going on? Like, God, you literally see everything, you know all things. Like, why? Like, why can't you just bring up somebody that will just kill all the bad people in, in, in the country? Like, <laughs> And just make everything perfect, yeah. Everything doesn't have to be perfect, like. But in this case of Nigeria, what can we do? Like with the kidnappings, like see Boko Haram, the government is liaising. Okay, what do you guys want? But then see normal people that are trying to make ends, make ends meet, make life bearable. Mm -hmm. That the ones feeling the burden, that the ones suffering so much, that the ones that, Mm -hmm. that laws and policies are hindering from from making great progress so it's actually mm-hmm. very confusing like that the world is, is in direction but yeah like that's my thought today Akin. i don't know if you have anything on your mind to say. so yeah so i mean this this thing is mentioned has crossed my mind so so many times right and funny enough we're having this conversation about why uh, bad things happen to good people, mm-hmm. right? Even before we heard of the death of um, that other boy's son. Like our conversation was a couple of days even before that, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just, it's just, it has happened a couple of times for me in the past. I just sit down and be like, but God, I think I'm trying my best. Or I see this person doing so well. And then logically, those just doesn't add up to why bad things should keep happening to this person. But then, uh, the Bible doesn't leave us in the dark, and that is one thing that we all need to we all need to take seriously. You know, at the beginning of this conversation, like this podcast, we're talking about you know our time with God and all that. And now more than ever, it's really important to take the scriptures very seriously because we can find a lot of comfort and clarity. In this in the scriptures, well, right? Comfort so, and clarity doesn't necessarily solve the problem, but it gives you a direction and a sense of what is happening. So when it happens, it doesn't make it easier, but you now understand that this is why this thing happened. Okay, so why do we have calamity in the land? So that's what I wanted to say. Okay. So I mean, if you look at it, you'll be like, okay, if things were meant to be perfect, the moment Jesus Christ came to the world. And he came to bring salvation. I mean, his, his message was perfect. His message was pure. His message was good. His message required killing nobody. His message required disturbing nobody, right? The message was simple. Love God, love your neighbor. That was the message. But by some weird reason, 
the Pharisees and the Sadducees were just against this guy and they wanted him killed, right? It just goes to show that by default, the world operates under evil. By default, the world gravitates towards evil. And I mean, for the Christians amongst us, we can trace it back to what happened in the Garden of Eden. I mean, after that incident happened in the Garden of Eden, that um, the Adam and Eve fell, right? After that time, you know, the devil became, quote unquote, the prince of the world. And if the devil is in charge of something, you don't expect anything good to come from it. So that's why by default, evil thrives. That's why you don't teach a child to lie. You don't teach a child to misbehave, right? They by default know how to do it. But for a child to know how to do something good, you have to actually teach them. Okay. Yeah, you get So because of that, anybody who decides that I want to do something good, I want to do something nice, is like you are going against gravity. You get what I'm trying to say? So, I mean, if something is going down, gravity is, you know, keeping it down. So gravity is helping you. So it's perfect. The same way kind of doing evil. If you are doing evil because the system, the world itself operates on evil, I mean, it encourages you, it supports you. That's why you can see unthinkable things happening these days in the world. And people will come up with scientific reasons and explanations of why it should be done right, or why it makes sense in some yeah. cases. And in some cases, some terrible things will happen and it just happens and you'd be like, how oh, on earth can this thing happen? Because by default, the, 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 the way the world works supports it. But you, on the other hand, that you want to be a good person, you want to be a child of God, is that you are going against the order of nature and there is bound to be resistance. And that's why you, that you want to be good, you, that you want to be nice, it's just like, why is that this person that is doing this thing that is bad, things are working for them. I mean, that I'm trying to do things that are good, that is godly, that is nice, that is, you know, that is making God happy, it's like things are going against them. You hear what I'm say? But, I mean, the good thing, the perfect thing is that Jesus Christ saw this kind of thing happening, and that's why he said, in the world, you will face tribulation. Hmm. It's not that you might. It's not that I'm guessing this will happen. He was telling them. I mean, that was that was uh, that was a mark if I was making a mistake. He was telling the disciples. He was telling them, like, guys, oh, I'm giving you cheat code now. I didn't tell you what to go up or in this world. You definitely will face tribulation, but be of good cheer for I've overcome. Right. So it's just it's just like he has already known that. Anybody that wants to go with him, anybody that wants to go in the line of Christ, anybody that wants to go, that wants to do something right, that wants to do something godly, you will definitely face tribulation. You cannot escape the tribulation, but the, the, the comfort is that whatever tribulation you are going to face, I'm going to be there at the end to hold your hands up. I'm going to be there at the end to walk you through. I'm going to be there to give you victory. And that is the confidence I'll have. And that's why I said that when we read the scriptures, it gives us a support as far, okay, this thing is going to happen. But the good thing is that at the end of this thing, we'll come out triumphant. And that is our confidence as Christians. Mm. You get? So, I mean, all these tribulations and stuff we are seeing right now, madam, it's not going to end anytime soon. No. I'll be very honest with you. It's not going to end anytime soon. And... Jesus knows about it. God knows about it. And, you know, the conversation we're having that time, and I was saying that the reason why it's not going to end anytime soon is that, you know, if God wants everybody, for example, to become a Christian, I believe that in the infinite wisdom of God, he can do it. He'll just switch one thing. And all of us will start thinking one way. We'll start thinking godly. We'll start thinking in a righteous way. We should but, way. <laughs> but then, if he does that, then it means that it's going to make God unfair. Because one of the things that he did when he created us, he created us like God. He created us in his own image. You know, when man was to be created, he said, let us make man in our own image. And one of the things that he gave us that makes us unique from animals and plants and other creatures is that we have a free will. And that's why if you look at the Garden of Eden, he told them that, oh, you can eat of everything in this Garden of Eden, but there's one food that you should not eat of. Meaning that it was letting them understand that anything you want to do, you are free to do, right? But I'm imploring you, I'm begging you to exercise your free will not 
to eat this this uh forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, God could have eaten that fruit. God could have taken the fruit somewhere else. God could have made sure that fruit was not there. But then in that point, he will have robbed man of his ability to express his free will. And that is the reason why the world is where it is right now. Because we are, quote unquote, God-like. We are gods. We are small gods. We are created in his own image. We have the free will to do anything we want to do, behave any way we want to behave, right? And that's what makes us, gives us that like God nature. Even if you look at angels, angels have just one job. Angel Michael is a warrior angel. Angel Gabriel is a messenger angel. You said? Don't worry. By the time we get, we get to heaven, that, that's one job we'll have. Meanwhile, our job right now <laughs> is to convert as many people <laughs> as possible to God's side so that all of us can be plenty in heaven. That's the idea right now. <laughs> I was about to say something very stupid, but I would not say it. <laughs> if you say everybody on this, on this podcast, they're going, to, they're going to hear it, cut it out, and then it just go viral. But you, you get it then. So, I mean, it's just like God cannot rob us of what he gave us. That will make him unfair. That will make him unjust, right? He has given us the free will. He has given us everything for that we need. He has given us guidelines to be like, okay, um, you have your free will, but if you do ABC, you will enjoy a good life. You will enjoy a Christ-like life. You will enjoy a godly life. You will have tribulations, but I will give you victory. But if you do X, Y, Z, you... No work according to my commandment. Things not work out for you, but at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be destruction. So it's just it's just the way life is. It's hard. It's terrible. It's not comfortable, but it's just the way it is. So yeah, this is just like an encouragement to yeah to everyone that you just continue to serve God. Um, Exactly, exactly. You know, I was even really surprised the day that we heard the news that uh, that everybody's son died. Do you know, I think that that same, I think it was on Friday, if I'm not making a mistake, or maybe earlier this week though, I think that same evening, I think he went to preach. I'm not sure. I think there was a service and he preached. And I saw the picture. I mean, he was sitting down. He was preaching. I'm not sure if it's on the same deal, but I think so. Okay. And I was just thinking in my mind that I mean, this is a serious, high level of faith for this kind of thing to happen. And then, you know, he went on ahead and he went to preach. I mean, it's it's it takes a level of confidence in God that yeah, God, you've got this. And I hope all of us can get to that point. Yeah, I really really. Want to get to that point? Cause, yes, so because I'm yes, so like life can well, and again, as I said, I feel like sometimes we bring our we give ourselves more work. You always like if I don't know, but if I used to be an advocate for this and this, but I mean, if you have a good job, right? I, I think we should not, we should be more kingdom focused. Yeah, we should stop being about the money, the fame. Money is very important, I know. True. Look at how much it has cost us, like not in the short yeah, term, but in the long term. True. What the money you've been working hard for, all the jobs you've been getting that they've been paying you, please upon that, how much is still is in your bank account at the moment? How many mm-hmm. houses? have you bought mm-hmm. how many cars have you bought and if you mm-hmm. die tomorrow 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 all of these things none of this do you know right do you know that this thing you just said made me think about it. like i saw a picture and it was a guy a guy was he was dead walking towards like a burial ground it was a cartoon and the guy was wearing suits he was walking towards the burial ground and then there was like this angel of death kind of thing it was like this big axe and all that. And you could see a pile on the side of the grave. It was a pile of dollars. People just put it there. So the angel of death was now signaling to the guy that was dead. I was walking towards the grave. It was signaling to him that he should drop his briefcase on this pile. 
inside the guy's briefcase, there was a lot of money inside it. And I saw the picture and I was like, this, this is exactly how hmm. life is. If you look at, if you look at the, the cause of most of the issues and problems that we face as unbelievers and believers alike, many of them is rooted in money. And then the Bible said the love of money, not money. Money is not the root of all evil. It's the love of money that is the root of all evil. And if you look at many of the issues happening in the world, the unrest, the insecurity, you can at some point, some way, trace it back down to money, right? So if all of us are like this kingdom focus and realize that, you know what? Even if I have all the houses in the world and I buy all the cars in the world, did I stop breathing? None of those things will follow me then we we'll actually really begin to reassess the things we see as success, the things we, our, our goals, our, our ultimate desires in life. I just realized that, man, we are here for a while, man. Like, it's just for a while. And ultimately, where we need to be is eternal life. So we'll begin to assess the things we claim to be important and we'll definitely be more kingdom-focused. Well, yeah. I think this thing you just said now just hit the part of my head that like I'm just like yeah. my notes today is one of the days I'm actually taking notes <laughs> Trends, okay. yeah, actually taking notes because you you will send me you will send me money for the for the for the tips I'm not giving free tips so so where do we go from here now Hearing all of this is overwhelming, and yeah. I just so, I mean feel like mm-hmm. we box ourselves to a corner. In this, you hour, said I said I just hope that we do not box ourselves to a corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This earth, like living out what mm-hmm. is on our true purpose, and yeah. really anybody who has faced grief. I, I just want to beg you not to allow that hinder your growth and your work with mm-hmm. God. Yeah. You know, it can be very, yeah, just like I beg, mm-hmm. God did not do this, God did not do that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, on that spot, like, mm-hmm. and before yeah. you know, I just derailed from the cause. Before you know it, you, you moved on to something else. Yeah. And you know, you know the, the most painful part is for example, if you committed so many years to serving God, so many years to to being faithful, you know, you've been living a good life, or you've been you've been you know you've been a worker in church, for example, and then you wanted something so bad, and then nothing just did not come through. Let me give a, a very good example. So, all the people around you will be having that. Sir. Right, it's a bit like at that exact time when. You are feeling like, okay, ah, God, it's not as if I am, I am questioning you about God. See, I've been doing well all these years. Eh? Please, this one thing, just do it for me. But I want thing that you say God should do for you. <laughs> it's not the one thing that I'll flop. <laughs> like it just it messes your head in such a way that it messes your head in such a way that you'll be like, what on earth just happened? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to give an example, right? That so when I was in secondary school, I was my fellowship president. And I, by grace of God, I was able to serve, you know, put in my best, all of that kind of stuff. And I was, you know, I read my books, make sure my grades are up and all that. So I was doing well in school, you know, serving the Lord and being like, Lord, we die here. And then I wrote Jam the first year and I got 191. Like, it's, I, I, do you know, I never expected that result. Before you, you continue, said before you continue this, yeah, I don't say that. I better mm-hmm. be grateful because the person you are talking to had one seventy one. Ah, thank God I'm better than Loretta. <laughs> I should write a little tiny book. I had one. <laughs> like I was like one. So when I saw it at first, I, I was like because that was the year they started CBT. So I was like probably this is a mistake or something and all that. And I went to another cyber cafe. I went to check. It was 191. I went back. I was in boarding school. So I went back to the school. That was on a Saturday. I went back to the school. 
I went to check, I went to, so I went back to the scooter checking the second time. And on Sunday, I fasted on Sunday, fasted and prayed. I was like, Lord, I cannot, this cannot be true. This cannot happen. This cannot be my result. So I went back on Monday as far. I don't fast, I don't pray with that year. Do you know I went back on Monday? Madame, it was still 191. Oh, yes, say good. I was, I see, I mean, I testimonies that you say I had 160 something when I check again, it was 200 something. I wanted that to be my testimony. Oh, I was like, My point, God, at this point, miracles are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miracles are like handouts. Mm. And mm. If you notice, God will not, I don't know, man, I don't know how to explain this, but I'll say that we're in this era where Christians should not be binging on miracles. Because most of the time, we want miracles out of emotions, like the spirit sure. is not really leading you. <laughs> yes, like God, do it for me now. Yeah, God. God, raise my mother now. <laughs> you have to try to blackmail God with by exactly. God, you know I want exactly. to glory to your name. You know I want to show mm-hmm. you do it for your way. <laughs> what is the heart of God saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so this 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 point you are making right now is exactly what I wanted try to make right that you know at that time when that happened i was i mean i was so i was downcast i was not happy i went to pray again about it and then when i prayed again about it god just said i should wait do you know at the end of the day i got a foreign scholarship and i ended up not needing to write jam right so in the moment feeling jam was a bad thing happening to a good person but in the grand scheme of things it was God saying that I don't need to waste money on jam, don't need to waste money on post-jam or first year in the Nigerian University because I have something bigger in plan for you. And this thing is simple, as simple as knowing the will of God per time concerning things. Because sometimes, let's say, for example, now you have been serving God and you apply to go to Canada and they denied your visa. It looks like a bad thing happening to a good person. But God might be like, stay in Nigeria for two more years. I have a contract of 20 million. Naira for you, and then after that, you go to Canada. Are you trying to console yourself with this one? Did you apply to Canada? That we know, no, no, I have not yet applied. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, right now, even if I apply to Canada, they say no, it's their loss, it's Canada's loss. Do you know oh, who I am? Oh, oh, Do you know how much value I'm bringing to oh, the table? Yeah, yeah, last, last, it's just intruder that will call me, be like, Akin, is that you? I'll say, Yes, please. I'll be like, Justin Trudeau, you say, Yes. I'll say, What can I do for you? Ah, don't try me. Oh. Don't try me, it's their loss. But you can understand to say, so for example, uh, okay, let me give you a good example from the Bible. So there was this king, his name is King Ezekiah, right? The prophet came to him and was like, set your ass in order, you're going to die. And then when the priest left, the guy turned back to God and he was like, God, I have been serving you faithfully. I have been a good king. I have not been like the past kings and all of that and all of that. And God had mercy and had compassion on the guy. And God told the prophet, that go, go and tell him that I've added 15 more years to his life. And he came back to tell the king. I mean, that looks like a testimony, right? You were supposed to die in a few days. God said you have 15 more years. That's great news. Do you know that at the end of this king guy's life, he got some visitors from Babylon and he showed them all the treasures in his palace and he showed them all the good things that were in his palace. And then God told the prophet to go and tell him that because you have shown all these beautiful things to these outsiders, this kingdom shall be taken away from you. They will come and steal all this property. They are going to take your children as slaves. But because you're a good king, it's not up in your lifetime. So the question now is, would it have been better for him to die 15 years ago and preserve all those things or he should have waited 50 years and destroy everything. So, Pastor, I just thought it's very sensitive. And I was yeah. thinking that I, yeah, it's actually very sensitive because because yeah. of that 15 years eh, that he got, mm-hmm. he literally endured the whole, like, because of him, Daniel, Meshach, next generation. All of those mm-hmm. guys did not have everybody after them. Because they were, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. castrated. Is it castrated? Yeah. It literally, it li- yeah. 
They were castrated. So it literally, because of his own extra 15 years, destroyed the whole next generation. Well, maybe like, not just next generation, sir. Destroyed the whole life. You get. And so that's why the point you made that knowing the will of God per time is very, very key. Especially when it looks like bad things are beginning to happen to good people. I mean, there's a difference between you're a good person, you went to go and misbehave, bad thing happened to you. You're not saying, oh God, God, why didn't you look at all my years of track record? Madam, I have your uncle, you just misbehaved and bad things are happening to you. I mean, there is a place for that. But I'm talking like you have looked at yourself, you have a clean track record, you've been on point, and then all of a sudden, bad things are just happening. So if you know the will of God, you will know whether to cast and bind or whether to just endure and allow this test to work out your patience. Because that's another thing that we need to understand, that God allows bad things to happen to us at times to test us, to work out our patience or as a preparation for a bigger thing. Back into the car because I was on when I said something around miracles, that Mm -hmm. miracles are like handouts, handouts, handouts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We should literally work for like, we should work for what's this thing called? Like where people are where our our character is tried out. Like we should mm-hmm. open, because mm-hmm. look at the life of David. David followed for mm-hmm. 20 years he was in the wilderness, this one, this one, this one. Mm-hmm. But for the life of Solomon, it was more like a miraculous life. God appeared to him. What do you want? Yeah. I didn't really although have- although you know you know Solomon tried to share. Solomon Solomon gave like a thousand pound offering, which was which was which was something something amazing. But still why didn't he keep to the end of the road? Ah, that's a very good question. No, Baba was marrying plenty of women. Baba <laughs> was having plenty of women. Baba was the remember of their times, you know. He liked plenty of women. Did you just say Rema? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that Rema sang? Woman. Okay, okay. Oh, that's in love with plenty of women. You, you get it now. Oh, oh, you get it. You get it. That was a very, very yeah, lucky yeah, joke. Yeah, but you get it. <laughs> Yeah, well, the nice <laughs> you get it. Right? So, like this thing you said is what we in 2 Timothy 2.15, where the Bible said, study to show yourself approved unto God as a workman that needed not to be ashamed, right? Rightly dividing the word of truth. Of course, we're not saying justify ourselves by work, right? Because at the end of the day, uh our righteousness is like feel the rag before God, but there is a place for righteous living. There's a place for living in holiness. There's a place of living in uprightness, right? There's a place for living uh, according to the will of God, right? So it's not just like, oh God, I'm a child now. Do this one for me now. God, just just give me this miracle. Eh? Help your boy. There's a place like you have a track record with God. Come, because of that, come, come true for your boy. Come true for your boy. You get that kind of thing. <laughs> So yeah, there is that. Then also need to keep in mind is that sometimes go oh, a lot of bad things happen to good people because it's preparing them for something bigger. Look at the story of um like 17 to like 30. We can literally say God forsook him, like judging from human standards. I mean, this guy was loved by his parents, he was. It was a favorite child. And then the guy did not do anything wrong. He was a good boy. He was on point. All of a sudden, these guys sold him. And it, from there, it was from one slavery to another slavery. You would be like, ah, ah, God, this boy never suffered enough. Me. You would be like, God, just do miracle and just kill all these guys and let him be the boss or let him escape. That kind of thing. That would be the typical prayer for a logical, logically reasoning person. Yeah. Right? But ultimately, what God wanted was that, don't worry, you go, you go, I got you. But all that preparation from like 17 to 30 was what helped him, you know, his servanthood in Potiphar's house, then the, the stuff he learned in the prison, you know, to be able to work with the richest and the poorest and all those things were the things that prepared him so that when he left prison, he was well prepared to become a prime minister. Hmm. But if he didn't go through all those things, that he learned, but if he had just gone from his father's house to become a prime minister, he probably might have ended like Solomon. 
And I think that's probably one of the things that happened with Solomon. Solomon grew into wealth. Yeah. Solomon, Solomon never really had any major challenge he had to face. You said? I said, did Solomon really grow into wealth? Because he... I mean, he was David's son, so... David was always fighting. What, David was not poor. Okay, but true. Yeah, but he was rich. David won every battle. And every battle, winning every battle means they were able to get the bounty and all the loot, and they brought it back to Israel. So it was a rich child. And if you look at the same thing with Rehoboam, Solomon's son. Solomon, Rehoboam too, never really suffered anything. He didn't really go through any, anything. So he was confused. So sometimes when God wants to do something in life, just like, you know what? Go through his test. And some people's tests could be two days. Some people's tests could be two weeks. Some people's tests could be two years. Right, and humanly speaking, it's going to be like, ah, and this person is serving God, though, and this person is doing well, yet all these bad things happen. Whereas God is like, you know, worry, I got you, I, I got, got you. you, okay, yeah. So that's why I said, you know, by the time we study the scripture, it doesn't, it doesn't remove the fact that bad things will stop happening to good people just because you're a Christian. And that's the issue I have with all these messages that be like, give your life to Christ. And your life will be perfect and all your problems will be gone. No, your life will not automatically just turn and just be perfect. It will not automatically just be gone. What will happen is you will still have your tribulations, you will still have your issues, but at every point in time, God will guide you on how to go about all these things. And you are guaranteed victory because you are on the side of Christ. That is just different. Hmm. So we should stop running. But what of me now that I want to live La Vida Loca now? Uh, ah, so so now if you want to leave the first question is is god saying you should leave if the answer is yes the next question is god saying you should leave where leave? because that's not thing i figured out right no right I, now I by, a vida local, like leave a child like leave and not you know uh, ah, you want to live a child life uh, ah, god is not saying don't live a child life work hard pray hard <laughs> I'll go and pray and say that, Lord, the son of man that you bring my way, Lord, he must be rich in dollars. Honestly, right? Yeah, I want someone that is rich in dollars. <laughs> you don't want rich in BTC or Ethereum? Yes, I want that too. Eh, you want that too? Ah. Yeah. It's like the Lord will just make the person this night and send him tomorrow. But you have to wait for the child to grow. And by that time, you'll be old. So what do we do now? Anything God wants to do. Anything God wants to do at this point. <laughs> ah. Me cannot, you know, I can't continue to live like this, you know. I am a babe, you know, and I I have to leave my babe status. If that mm. The same way the angel was calling you babe, the other day. Is it God I said was calling you babes? <laughs> even the elves recognize your babe status that's why they're calling you babes they were like don't worry loretta is so old school we're gonna call her babes instead yeah Have yeah i guess i guess but like i think the first take from tonight's conversation i'm just trying to think back and recap mm-hmm. but long and short like mm-hmm. and trials go show it definitely will show. Yeah, that one is really nothing. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing we can do about it. Yeah, so it's how much we've grounded ourselves in like the word of God and all of that. Mm-hmm. That, would, mm-hmm. that, would, that would tell whether or not we're going to stand, you know, through mm-hmm. all of those. The tribulations and trials. And then I feel like why is it that people don't talk about these trials and tribulations so much? What they always say is, they always paint a picture of a life with God is a life of no sorrow, a life with Yeah, a life of bliss. Because life. to be honest, it, it, it's, not, it's, not, it's not, it doesn't sound pleasing to the hear. Imagine you're going to preach some Jesus or somebody and you're like, Jesus, I'm bringing to you if you get riches in your family before, they will see disturb you. No, because say you get Jesus now, they will not disturb you. They will see disturb you, but because you now have Jesus now, you will know what to do to overcome them. The guy will be like, come on. 
that message is not as interesting as saying, ah, give your life to Jesus and all the devils will die. You know, that sounds more, it sounds more interesting. It sounds more, which, which I feel is a serious lapse. So that people, and that's why a lot of people have actually left Christians and left the church. Because their understanding and their idea of becoming a Christian was that what they told them was that, you said? I said of what God is, of the faith work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they've told them that don't worry, by the time you you give your life to Christ, everything will be sweet. That is what you're looking for. Two days, they'll give you. Is it money you want? There's money in Jesus. In one year, you'll be rich, you know? And yeah, you might be rich, but that is not everything about Christian work. Yeah. There's so many other things that are attached to it. So I feel if everybody has a more wholesome understanding of what Christianity is about, and everybody really takes time to study the word of God, and we all as well allow the ministry of the Holy Spirit, because some of these things will happen to you, and it's not clearly written as in the Bible, right? Some of them will happen to you, and it's the Holy Spirit that will just tell you that, no, I just calm down. God is at work, or, you know, do this and do that so that you have you overcome this kind of situation, that kind of thing. So then we take the word of God very seriously. We allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Then by the time these troubles, this tribulation show up, it's going to be like, you know what? I'm yeah, ready for this. But do you feel like the same issues that we have with our relationship with God is the same mm-hmm. issues we have in our relationship with human beings? Like when things get tough, you know, you mm-hmm. just your ex. So there is so this, this scripture where um give me a second where the Pharisees they were asking Jesus Christ about the biggest, the uh, most important uh, commandment, right? They were asking that what commandment is the greatest. And the answer that Jesus Christ gave them is love the Lord, right, your God, with all your heart right? With all your soul and with all your mind. So if you look at that scripture, there really isn't anything left. Because you love the Lord with your, with your heart, right? You love the Lord your God with your soul and with your mind. There's nothing left of you. You've loved the Lord your God completely. Then the next verse now says and the second is like it's like, it's like it so, the understanding I got from that scripture is that by the time we truly, genuinely love God, then our love for God will teach us how to love our fellow men. So, the human general life relationship is that I feel many people don't actually know how to love God. They've not allowed God to teach them how to love. And then you are not good at this thing, and then you want to go and love somebody else there's always going to be a lapse (laughs) meaning that we can only genuinely love god only after we can only genuinely love man only after we have allowed god to teach us how to love him yeah you know this conversation we're having is i was discussing with a friend i posted up the other day and somebody had this chat and they said it was like the richest man in the world and on that chat bezos is divorced uh, Gates is divorced. Uh, this man that owns Zara Ortega is divorced. Is I mean, on that list, you said is the person that owns Zara, Amancio Ortega, is divorced. Mm-hmm. One of the guys that own Google, Sergey Brin, Sergey Brin, 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 one of them is divorced. Larry Ellison that owns Oracle, I think, is divorced. Elon Musk is divorced. Uh, so these are like the richest men in the world, right? They're divorced. It just shows that money is not the way to love people, right? Being being popular is not the way to love people. Only God <laughs> can help you to glue your love together, your relationship together. But the only way you know how to love people is after you have allowed God to teach you how to love. And all these simple boys back down to, you know, knowing God's will, you know, studying the scripture and all that good stuff. So we need to really like focus on our relationship with God. Yes, so yeah. yes, so 
Yes, sir. Especially if you're in, I mean, everybody needs to do that. But when Nigeria is doing right now, you need to take it, take it up a notch. Because really, and I'm not just saying go to church or be a worker. All that is good. That like no God for yourself. You get what I'm saying? As far like have a relationship with God. It's like you, you like this. You know God. What can you say about God? What's your What's your work with God? What's your relationship with God? That kind of thing. So so that I mean, this country should not drive you crazy. But then again, yep. we need to also brazen up for like challenges because they always. You said? I said we also need to brazen up for challenges. True. 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 We definitely need to. I mean, when the Bible was saying that put on the armor of God, we thought it was a joke. <laughs> now, the armor is to be brought out now and fight the battle. Ah. I mean, all these things were in the scripture. We just did not understand it before. No. But now, the reality is eating us left and right. <laughs> and I, I, like I said, it's also the way a lot of churches run. Like, mm-hmm. about prosperity. The God, yeah. God that provides. Even yeah, through the wilderness. Like, true. the message of soul winning has even been watered down. It's kind of faded away. I mean, very true. So many people like they just be like, oh, I mean, I gave a seed two weeks ago, and now I have ten eggs of that seed, and it's Lord that did it for me. And if you're a Christian, Lord can do this for you too. It's true, God can do it for you. But what if my problem is not money? What if my problem is something else? Like ultimately, and that's why, like this reference I made today to the column of God, Ephesians six eleven to eighteen. Is really good because it talks about everything, right? It says we rest not against flesh and blood and all of that good stuff. And we're saying we should put on the armor of God. Mm-hmm. Because really, see this decision that you decided that today I'll be a Christian. Ah, you just signed up for a battle, and the only way you can have victory is you know putting on this armor of God. So that, that way, the day you have money issues, you know what to do. You are equipped with not knowledge to know what to do. The day you have health issues, you are equipped with not enough knowledge to know what to do. The day you need a miracle, you know the kind of things to provoke a miracle in your life. So those kind of things, so that you become a full, you know, ready Christian. And like you said, so that they trial and tribulation come like this. Ah, you'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> who's your father? <laughs> You literally will say with your father, but you, you get a point. <laughs> ah. So yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hope today's, I mean, we're already we're almost at an hour. I hope today's podcast was insightful. This today's I mean, podcast feels like Bible study. It do get I think just makes me <laughs> send me back to the days of Take me back. <laughs> surrender. You, you, you can start by you can start by volunteering on your Apple devices. You know, leave the carnal things of this world. Be kingdom minded. Leave all these carnalities behind. Think about it. Think about it. No comment. It's not you do like you cannot hear me. You'll be you'll be doing a network is messed up now. Oh, now that I said. <laughs> may the Lord forgive you. <laughs> may the Lord forgive you your sins. Right. May the Lord have mercy on you. You know the funniest part? When I was about to, when I was about to order my phone, because my last phone was bad now, the screen book and everything. So when I was mm-hmm. now really anticipating this one, something in my mind. So somebody had told me that oh, you didn't have a phone, you had a phone. Something mm-hmm. like that was rising. I said, come on, stop it. Like it was rising like <laughs> Give this person this phone. <laughs> Do you know this thing you said reminded me of a, of a message I listened that the man of God was saying that many of us would be like, God, use me, God, use me. And then the next moment, God will be like, that last 500 naira in your pocket, give it to that person beside you. And then you that like, I think God use me, you'll be like, Lord, I bind and cast every evil spirit speaking to me. <laughs> ah. Because <laughs> of them, we we'll pray some prayers. Eh, hmm. we don't know what we're asking for. Lord, use me. Lord, use me like this. But come before you know it, God will say, "That your money, that one, that one, God, that you kept." But yeah, come, come and submit it. 
it's not you and God. And you know, the funny thing is, when these things are coming to your mind, you cannot, you cannot not think it. You know. You said? So how do we know that some tribulations, some tribulations and trials are for the working out of our faith? What if it's maybe because of a sin that we've committed or maybe... So now I'm saying that by then you have your work with God, the first thing you do before you start casting and binding is examine yourself. If you can lie to everybody, but you cannot lie to yourself. You know if you have misbehaved. You know if you have sinned. You know. Sometimes we don't know. Sometimes I don't. I don't know when I'm. I don't know. Mm. You don't know where I was. Where I was. Where I was. <laughs> like like this person that goes to Uganda and show food that you cast it and buy 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 debit. Now, that one like this. Now, <laughs> what do we do to you? I mean, then if you don't know, that's why the place of grace is. That's where grace is, right? If you pray to God, God, this is happening to me. I mean, this is not part of your promises to me. God is not wicked. He will tell you that this is what you did that I didn't like. And that's why this is happening, right? God is not wicked. That's why there's mutual grace. Mm-hmm. You get. So there is always a provision. Ah, oh, God. There is always a provision. So totally random, but I just want to crack you. So today... I was like, mm-hmm. I told my mom, I told my mom to cut soap for me. <laughs> you know what she said? Don't laugh. Do you know what she said? What did you say? Like she did like like she took it literally. She was like, oh, what soap? <laughs> that was what I was laughing. I, I I knew I knew it was going to be it was going to be something that direction. She was like, very she, direct. I, when all of us now everybody understood except except her i knew it that if you say cut for me the next thing they would be like oh so which so so which one do you need how big do you want it <laughs> oh my god but she cut to for us so she cut to for us i think she showed us the way that's what she cut so for us now as you show the way. You place up our ministry. We want to be big too. God, I can thank you for me for sending me back to the days. Never gonna be thinking, but sincerely, mm-hmm. sincerely, sincerely, we should, we should, we should just um stop. I don't want to say struggle is the way, but. We, for the kingdom, we actually have to labor hard. Like, yeah, some things that people are doing, we can't do. Yeah, you know, like yeah. once you put yeah. your hand to the plow, you can't look back. Yeah, I mean, the call to Christianity is just like a call to sacrifice and saying no to a lot of things. Oh, why does that which not? Is hard. Why can't I choose the life of an unbeliever? Oh, yes, you can. I mean, like I said, you I definitely can. Bad, bad things will just be happening to me. As you said? If I choose the life of an unbeliever, bad, bad things will just be happening to me. It doesn't work like that. Some good things will happen to me. It has never happened to me like that before. The moment <laughs> I want to go the wrong route, different things <laughs> It's good that he's telling you that, madam, for your I own I don't know if I've safety. ever told you this, but like, as we, we're about to wrap up this podcast, too. But yeah, you know that just so when I was like getting into Babcock or more, I wanted to be wild, I wanted to be mm-hmm. bad bench, I wanted to like, but it was not just working out for me, like, I even had friends that, that it was working out for them, right? Yes, I had friends that organized parties, and one of them in particular was a guy, he told me that he would never allow me to go for any of the parties that he's organized. That you see. That he, cause he doesn't it, want to corrupt you or something. You understand? It was just ridiculous. It was like even one guy that I liked one time was in computer science. Like mm-hmm. it was, like all those guys that girls used to run after. They like, got talking. Uh, uh, he liked me. This one, this one. We've never spoken for up to two weeks. So they're asking me to send him note pictures and all of that. And uh-huh. and behold, like I was so I was a good. I was a very. I don't know. I think I was a bad person. But then, I thought I mean bad. I mean, like, so one day, guys were just telling him that. I heard it though from somebody else that, um, okay. she may, I don't know, that they used to call me dead girl. The other time she come and meet me when they had assignments to do and stuff like that. Like, Are you for real? I'm serious. There's even, 
Oh, for my 18th bed, no, was it 18th or 16th? I can't remember which was the bed. I think it was 18th. I used to tell my friends, like, my friends used to wing, used to yemosha, but I, I used to think that, oh, at my 18th bed, I'm actually going to have a true song, like myself and two other people. I hope you know oh. that your mom might listen to this podcast. That's what you want them to cut for you. They will cut it for you last, last. <laughs> they will cut it for you. I'm not trying to say that. God will really like just took a hold of him and it was a very 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 painful process right so you see like sometimes right when when god has seen that some things will happen to some people so i mean like you said some people it's just they will start doing bad things and it's just work out for them some people on the other hand they want to do bad things and once they try to start it will be like wait am i the only sinner in this world why is all the bad things happening to me and i just feel like our grace level is different in the sense that some people even if they misbehave they do bad things at some point in their life, God might have said, okay, maybe by then this person is 30 or 40, I can still catch this person, right? And this person is still fulfilling life's destiny. So right now, I will try, but if this person doesn't come through, they still, I mean, they will still come through. But some other people, it might be like, you, I need you to have your head straight in one or two years. So you, you don't have as much time as you do. And because of that, God will be trying to make you realize that, see, this way is not the way. So, I mean, I think our level of grace is just different. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm feel like God wants you now, now, now. So I'm feel like, I mean, you do you, I'm back for you. <laughs> that kind I'll of thing. I'll be back for you. Come here, right? right. So everybody, nobody can escape because God is coming for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but man, I mean, I just pray that we continue to have more grace and more strength. I mean, um, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, so just, amen. Not amen. This part of righteousness amen that's a prayer man that's a prayer God could do our... ah thanks everybody for coming to our uh, our bible study okay, I need to enjoy you can enjoy tell your boss that you want an overdraft of your salary you want salary for the next six months ah I, yeah, think, no, no, no. I think you can. Because they, they cannot sack you and they've paid you for six months ahead. So I don't think they will pay you six months ahead, Char. But I think they can pay you one or two months ahead, I think. And they will sack you. And you cannot not come. You have to come <laughs> for the work. So you get so you don't ask for an overdraft, take all your two months salary, go and flex in one weekend. And then in like, the next two months. Your mouth might be dry, like the sound in the desert. Oh, oh, my open go for me for you. What do you I think about that? Open for me. You go. What do you mean open for me? Say you, you only time stop working. It's this woman. No? She said, she said open for me. Unless I'll collect 90% of the proceeds. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> To okay, pick one. That's okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait. I'll collect 89%. I'm nice. Okay. I mean, I think I've done a lot for you. I can't work it today. You have not done anything for me. Uh-uh. I want to open a for me for you, and I just collect only 89%. How have I not done something for you? It's 9% is a lot of percent, though. 11%, the whole 11%. Why why can't why can't it just be one percent that you want? Nah, okay, okay, don't worry. I'll be eleven percent, I'll call it one percent. That's my problem. Mm. We'll think about we can pray about it. But you know the Lord says that on earth we face trials and temptations. So let this mm-hmm. be part of the trials. Do you understand? Like you don't have no <laughs> Temptations. I mean, yeah, life would be so easy. You what? You I'll what? Be the last you will speak with her, or you will give I'll me her. Which one are you say? I'll choose to be the last daughter. I'm telling you, if only we could choose our trials and tribulations in this world, man. And there are some very I easy trials. I get some rich people problems, and you're like, Madam, go and sit down. <laughs> I'm telling you. 
whatever <laughs> Twitter, I wish for because my problem now is I want to stop working. I want to be gallivanting around the streets. But yeah, life outside. Somebody's looking for a job. Right. So I mean, all of us in this life, eh? I mean, God is great, yeah. Somebody, like you said, somebody's there looking for a job. Somebody's there saying I want to stop working. Somebody's there saying, you know what, this people are looking for a job. Me, even if it's 10K. And uh-huh. God has a way of attending to everybody. Ah, man, it cannot be easy being God. <laughs> it can only be God that can be God. Have you seen one reels where the girl was doing a um, hotline from heaven or something like that? <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> she said she needs a raise. <laughs> I think change up for God to say <laughs> that is that is a clown. No, she does really nice, nice stuff, Sha. Yeah, she does, she does. She does really nice stuff. She does, she does. I mean yeah. it is well. So Aki, see you. Yes, ma'am. See All right. You. Thank you so much. And thanks everybody for listening to our podcast. Sorry, today's one was a little bit different. You know, we're doing it virtually. Subsequently, we'll make sure that we don't do it virtually.